Alright guys, pictures up. Pictures up! Pictures up! That's roll sound. Rolling! Rolling! Sound speeds. Camera speeds. Two. Awesome. Take two. Mark. And action! Welcome to the Penn Cinema Podcast. Your behind-the-curtain connection for movie news and reviews. Now here are your hosts, Penn Ketchum and David Moulton. Oh, welcome to the show. I'm David Moulton. And I'm Penn Ketchum. What's, What's up? up? Uh, dude, are you ready for this week? I have been looking forward to this ever since we walked out of the studio last week. Really? Yes, because... How excited have we been all year for Spider-Man? Oh my gosh. Right? So excited. Spider-Man colon across the Spider-Verse. Right. right. We have been, we have been this, I think when this trailer came, now we'll have to ask the Abacus. Yeah. Whoa. I, I, yeah. Abacus finally taking yep. the Big O's place. Yep, yep, and the crowd goes crazy. Yeah. Um, we'll have to ask the Big O, I mean, Abacus. <laughs> <laughs> We'll have to ask him, but I believe when this trailer dropped, we said something along, or at least I said something along the lines of, this is my new most anticipated movie of the year. Mm, yeah. Which then shortly later got replaced by Joyride. <laughs> yeah. And, and every other And then got replaced trailer. by Mission Impossible. Yeah, and Dial of Destiny and... Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer. <laughs> What's your current most anticipated... So you've seen Spider-Man, so that's off the list. Right. Now... The movies you have not seen for 2023, what's your most anticipated? This is easy. Transformers? No, it's, I mean, it's Dune obviously two. Dune 2. Okay, yeah. what's your second most anticipated? Mission Impossible. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to say this right now. Yeah. I don't, Dial of Destiny is not high on my list. I, I, I okay, I'm not going to argue with that, but right. here's the thing. It's, it's high on my list, but I fully recognize and accept that it's high on my list because of my age. Yeah. Because it's a nostalgic thing. I'm I'm excited to see it. Yeah. But here's where I lie with Dial of Destiny. I have a hard time believing it's great. I think it's <laughs> hey. fun. fun. Fun, fun, sure. Fun. I think I'm going to have a good time. But right. I don't think the movie is going to be great. What I'm looking it up right now. What year did Raiders of the Lost Ark come in? Uh, I think it might have been 82. Was it 80, 81? 81. So, I mean, I was in, I mean, I saw that shit in the theater. Yeah. And played Indiana Jones in the backyard all year long. Right. You know, and then not to mention the the trilogy, you right. know. Yeah, I literally wasn't even conceived yeah. at the point. Yeah, I was 10. Oof. I was 10 when Oof. that movie came out. I would have seen it in Pound Ridge with Nick Brigden. Way to age yourself. Dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it was, I'm telling you, I, I've said it on the show a million times. Like, I was born into the golden age. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I saw Star Wars, A New Hope in the theaters. I saw Empire Strikes Back, all of them. Indiana Jones, Rambo, the whole nine yards. Yeah. The only one that I missed, because I was born, but I was too little, I did not see Jaws in the theater. You know, it's uh, it's because of people like you that <laughs> I was curated and only I was able to see all the greats. I didn't have to sit through the bad. Right, right, of the right, 80s, right. You know? Well, I, I just, luckily, me being me, yeah. I loved every single one of them. <laughs> right. I was like, that was the best one yet! <laughs> that was the last movie I saw. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we saw E.T. in the theater. Oh, my God. Such a good Good, perfect timing to be a movie kid. I saw into the or across the Spider Verse with Joel Coates. Okay, and I said, Flash came out, and he said, the trailer he said, I'm worried about this. And I said, 
people are saying good things. Don't be worried. And I said, I said, hold on to your butts. But <laughs> Penn liked Penn it. Penn said it was really good. <laughs> and he said, but was it the last movie he had seen at the time? <laughs> I, I can't ah! say. <laughs> all right. Now, listen, I've, I saw The Flash, as yeah. we all talked about, out at yeah. CinemaCon. And since then, yeah. not only have I seen a variety of other movies, mm. but I've seen a variety of other really good movies. Yeah. Spider-Verse included. Mm-hmm. And other movies that I loved. And then also hypnotic. <laughs> right. So it's it's been there's there's a full crop of movies between me and my screening of Flash. Right. Right? I'm still standing by how much I loved the Flash. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. I think a lot of people have seen it all. I'm gonna I'm gonna go out right now and tell you if you don't love it, I'm gonna be literally disappointed. I, I I'm pretty sure I'm going to. Like everything's pointing to this being like People in general, I think, are gonna love it. Yeah. And you particularly, I think, should love it. Yeah, I'm hoping. Yeah. How long do we have? What's right. the release date for this? Two weeks. That's going to be the next movie we review. What's next? Next week, Transformers? This coming week is Transformers. We're not doing a show this week because I'm going to be out of town. Right. Racing. 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 Fast and Furious style. Time. Yep. Yeah. It's about family. I got to you ever stop in the middle of your race and you're like, is it, guys, it's about family. <laughs> yes. I, as a matter of fact, I don't know if you saw, oh. but I have it painted on my bike. Oh, really? Yeah, it's about family. family. Yeah, fast family. tenure seatbelts. <laughs> <laughs> so no show next week. No show. But Transformers, which, yeah. by the way, we're playing a, a pretty healthy slot of 3D shows for Transformers. Oh, wow. And the reason why I'm doing that is the same reason I do most things around here. That's where the market is going. I mean, really? the, I, I put a few 2D and a few 3D. The 3D sales, especially in IMAX, are outpacing the 2D sales. I, I'm, I, will pro- I will have a review of this movie next time. Yeah. As well as The Flash. Yeah. Because I'm actually looking forward to it. I, 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 I can fully acknowledge that the franchise has not done well. But right, right. It's a guilty pleasure type of... Yes. Thing for me. I'm in the same boat. Yeah. And I will actually, I decided today, I'm going to hopefully see it in 3D. Ooh. I think that's my move. I haven't seen a 3D movie in a while. Since Avatar. Since Avatar. Yeah. Avatar R. Avatar R. <laughs> Two. <laughs> Way of the Watar R. <laughs> Do you remember why we call it Avatar R? <laughs> because of the, because of the, no, I don't. Yeah, you do. Because you were there. You just couldn't get there because of the Kate Blanchett movie called, right, called Ta'ar. Ta'ar. Yeah. Right around the same time that Avatar came out, there was a movie starring Kate Blanchett as a conductor of a symphony. And it was spelled T-A-R with a weird little thing in the A. Yeah. So we didn't know how to pronounce it. So we called it Ta'ar. Right. And then Avatar. <laughs> and then Avatar came out. <laughs> yeah. And I think for the rest of my life, any movie that has three letters in it, T-A-R, <laughs> I'm going to pronounce. like So when like the, the, the next... like. Jason Statham action thriller comes out. It's like Target on his back. I'm going to call it to Target on his back. (laughs) Perfect. Perfect. I love it. How did we get, how did we go down that rabbit hole? We were talking about anticipated movies. Yeah. And then you brought up Indiana Jones. I talked about great movies and then we got talking about Indiana Jones and then we got talking about Transformers and the Flash and 3D and here we are. Speaking of things to be anticipation. Yes. We have an announcement. Oh, my God. How did we not lead with this? Right. One of the biggest things of the year. I legit, like, t- to to demonstrate to you yeah. how sincerely excited I am. Yeah. It currently exists on my work 
calendar, like the Google like work yeah. calendar thing as an appointment. And it also exists in the Ketchum family kitchen on the what? family calendar. Yeah, that day is unavailable. July 29th. Blacked out for Penn Ketchum. Well, July 29th. Saturday, July 29th. Oh, diggity. Yeah, we're going to be doing a live recording at... Complete in box 12th anniversary celebration. Complete in box. Yeah, they're in Ephrata, Pennsylvania. So if you're in the area, it's a video game comic book store. And they every year for their, their anniversary, they do a big party festival. Mm. And there's like vendors come and set up outside. They usually have live music. Well, this year they were like, who wants to come? And we were like, hey, 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 right here, right here, hey, hey. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh. Do you know us? And they were like, they were really excited. They yeah. were like, yeah, let's work it out. And they're even going to set up a special spot inside so we have uh, decent like sound and everything. Because, you know, in, in late July, I don't want to be outside. No, no. Plus, we'd have the cars going by because they're on a nice right. nice road. So they said, we'll set up inside. Uh, so, you know, come do some shopping. I know they have great deals. They're usually slammed. They said... When do you want to be? When do you want to do it? They gave a choice. They said, "Do you want to do it when there's lots of people here? You want to do it when it's less crowded?" I said, "Let's do it when there's people there, man." Yeah, we'll figure it out. We're going to give stuff away. Oh. We're going to be giving away movie passes, oh, special prizes. Oh, this yeah, be great, big time. So we're going to be set up inside. I don't know where inside. Giving away some posters. Nice. Yep. So come on out. Maybe an Avatar RR poster. What yep. Avatar RR poster? Would it be cool if we gave away popcorn tubs from like random movies six years ago that nobody uh, wanted? That people would, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like we could really play that up. Like <laughs> your special chance to win a tub that nobody wanted when the movie came out. If we, if we bring save your your plastic bags from grocery shopping, we could put them in and be like, "Here's your new bathroom, to- bathroom right. like your, uh, your puke bucket, your puke bucket, or your trash can for next to your desk." Oh yeah, like, that's a great idea. Whatever you want. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> no, it's going to be a lot of fun. So July 29th. I'm hyped. So that's yeah. the 29th day of July. Right. This year? This year. This year. Not next year. Right. Because no, next no. year will be our five, five year anniversary yeah. year. Oh my God, David. Can you believe that? <laughs> oh my God. What is time? Blink. What is time? Yeah. So. Time is a stripper. <laughs> Doing it just for you. <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> yeah, <hey>. baby. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. There's a movie pass if anyone wants to tell me uh, honor code. Honor code. Honor code. But if you know what, what I just quoted, send us an email, podcast at pencinema.com. Nice. All right. Well, let's move into less important news. Nothing is more, nothing, yes, yes, less important news. Yeah. Yeah. This is a rumor. <laughs> Look at me going out strong. <laughs> nothing is more important. <laughs> the live podcast. Oh, less important. Yes. And, and yes, I'm like, uh, <laughs> the Pope just died. <laughs> Walk it back. Yeah. Uh, according to Insider, at Can We Get Some Toast, totally reliable. Obviously. Deadpool 3 will see the return of Halle Berry's Storm, Femke Jensen's Jean Grey, James Madison's Cyclops, in addition to Hugh Jackman's Wolverine. So I'm wondering if he jumps universe into the that universe or something. And Halle Berry's been confirmed. Like she confirmed it. Okay. So that's Halle Berry, not the new one. Not Haley Bailey. Not Haley Bailey. Yeah. Of uh Mermaid fame. Right. This is the old X Men crew. Yeah. So Oh, this is okay. That's that, the people who played X Men in the original. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. So basically they're coming they're coming back for Deadpool. Three, which is still filming, even though they can't ad lib. They're getting the band back together. Now, let me ask you this. 
about that? Let me ask you this about that. Okay. To quote the great Hal Lord. Hal Lord. Yeah. I told you about Hal. You, oh, you've told me He's about the Hal. guy. He He's is the, the freaking man. Yeah. I love that guy so much. Um, are you skeptical about Deadpool 3? Yes. I am too. I, I feel like... It's, is this going to turn... I don't even want to say it because I don't want to like manifest it. But like... There's so many like distracted. Like, is this title doomed? Like, because mm. there's so much stupid shit going on on the set before the set. It feels like it's getting really affected by the writers' strike. Yeah. Like, and, and there's casting and not casting, rumors, not rumors. Like, it is does this movie stand a chance of being good? It's hard because also it's now it's the first R-rated Marvel movie because it's officially under the Marvel. But it, but Deadpool one and two were both R. Yeah, but they weren't. Yeah. They yeah. were Fox movies. Yeah, that that part doesn't bother me too much. No, no, but I, but don't you think it's gonna have a different vibe? It it better not. They're they're rolling it into Marvel. R Marvel movies. Yeah. R O U R. Yeah. Okay. Marvel movies. <laughs> Our Marvel. the ones that are good. Right. right. Oh, and also bad. Right. Right. But also good. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> well, here's 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 sort of the point that, it, or here's an example of what I'm talking about. If you told me that they're currently filming Guardians of the Galaxy 4 and nobody could ad-lib. Yeah. Great. Who cares? You know what I mean? Like that cast is reading off the script. Right. Like 99.9% of the time. Two of them aren't even there. Right. Deadpool 3, what's the guy, Ryan Reynolds? Yeah. I mean, the dude's a funny dude. It's like all he does. I'm saying the whole, exactly. Like I think that's part of the secret sauce. Yeah. Is how funny he is sort of on set. Oh, I, I completely... Yeah, so yeah. I think that's a big red flag. And also the, the constant drip of rumors rather than facts. Mm. Makes me nervous. Mm. But I remain a we'll Deadpool see. fan. Yeah, I mean, hopefully. Do you ever get this guy? This guy? This guy. I might have gotten him yeah. once. You ever get this guy that walks up to you and he wants to talk movies? Oh, boy. But he's not equipped to talk movies, oh, yeah. right? But he does, that doesn't that's, stop him. That's me. Right. That doesn't stop him from talking about movies yeah, yeah. anyway, right? Yeah, so the also guy, me. Yeah, so this, right, so this guy talks to you about movies. He wants to talk to you about that Marvel movie. Mm. And you're like, okay. And you're like waiting for some specifics to figure out what Marvel movie he's talking about. And finally he blurts out the one where that guy curses all the time. And then he, he's always talking about Deadpool. Right. You know, but yeah. that's like his connection to Marvel is right. like that guy that curses all the time. That's the one that he knows. That's the one that yeah. he knows. Now, is he anti the cursing? No, not at all. Right. Just that's all he can really remember about right. it. Right. That's why it stuck with him. <laughs> right. And also, right. I think that's why he saw the movie in the first place. Right. Like, he's not coming to see Guardians 3, but he would definitely see Deadpool Did 3. Did you just call out all Deadpool fans? Because that's all of them. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> David, how are you going to say that? How are you going to alienate an entire demographic? They're, not, they're, all, they're all on Hot Topic. They're not listening. <laughs> <laughs> My subtle war against Hot Topic continues oh for that's no a, reason. <laughs> that's the second time today. That there was a hot topic reference in my life. I have not thought of hot topic in literally why would I year many years. Well, that's not true because I've talked about it. But sure, maybe you didn't think. Oh, I call BS on this. I, I, Bull. The, the hot topic joke is something I've done before. I'm sure you have. Yeah. Not on the show. Oh, 
hundred percent. It comes from the show. Abacus. Bring it back on, me Abacus. up. Back me up. Big O. Back me up. You know what's pro- You know what the problem with the Abacus is? Nothing. Nothing get pe- gets past him. He'll catalog it. Yep. Like crazy. Yep. Problem is, he has to listen to the show, and he doesn't like to listen to the show until he's seen the movie. The movie. Gotcha. And so. Which is so funny because when people, <laughs> let me tell, see if you're on the same page. I don't yeah. think we're on the same page. I don't think we're totally on the same page. Okay. When people ask me about the podcast, yeah, yeah. somebody who's not familiar with it, mm. and they're just curious and they're asking me, right? And I tell them what, what it's about and what we do. I never remember to include movie reviews. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> well, they're like, well, don't you talk about the movie? Like, yeah, but that's not really the point. It's like a side. That review's really short. It's a, it's a coincidence. It's a byproduct. <laughs> like, well, then why do you have to see him? I was like, well, you have to. Right, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So All right. interesting Deadpool news. Uh, Barbie, yeah. by the way. Yeah. Well, this affected me because I'm renovating my house right now. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're Mr. Pink. Right. Ever since you saw Reservoir Dogs. I'm like, I'm Mr. Pink. Yeah. I remember when you came home from seeing Reservoir Dogs and you texted me right away. Yeah. And you were, because you were one of the only people in the world to have a texting phone. But luckily I was also the the other person. I was the other only person (laughs) in the world to have a texting, you know, and you texted me and you were like, remember that scene in Reservoir Dogs when the guy said, why do I have to be Mr. Pink? And then everybody told him like being Mr. Pink is great. And then he was like, well, why don't you be Mr. Pink? (laughs) And I was like, no, I'll be Mr. Pink. And you, that ever since that day yeah mr pink and and then i said when i get a house right it's gonna be it's john gonna, mellencamp style it's pink delicious right <laughs> little and pink yeah and i'm gonna i'm it's gonna be amazing <laughs> i got the house and now i gotta renovate it to pink and i'm like all right let's get some paint yeah i called you up yep well i texted you texted me yeah i said you ready for this ride to home depot yeah. let's get right, some pink paint we rolled up to Home Depot. Signs everywhere. Right. National, international shortage of pink paint. Caused by? Margot Robbie's Barbie movie. Barbie movie used so much pink paint, it caused an international shortage. Yeah. A shortage. A shortage. Kind of like that's a portage. It's a, a te- technical term. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Um, David, is that why you dyed your hair pink? Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't able to get paint. Oh, right. So you went down to the local salon and you were like, ladies. Hey. And they were like, we thought you'd never ask. Yeah. They already had it. Right. They had it ready. ready. They've go. had it ready for years waiting for the day yeah. when you come walking in. Yeah. And they're that, now I'm, now I got it. Now you got it. You're rocking. And let me say, you've never looked cuter. <laughs> <laughs> hey, ladies. <laughs> hey, girl. Speaking of pink. Yes. And the, and the actual real shortage of pink paint that we're reporting on. That's a real thing. We're joking a lot, but that's a real thing. That's a re- the international shortage of pink is a real thing. Caused by the Barbie movie. Yeah. Yeah. The Batman 2. <laughs> Matt Reeves, Batman, mm-hmm. the Batman, has been delayed. They're not going to start it until March of next year. Mm-hmm. So, and that's because of many things, including the writer's strike. Okay. Which I think is great. They didn't just say we're pushing it back a little bit. They're like, you know what? Hold up. Yeah. Back it up. Let's just wait a year. Let's let this, let's let this fire burn and the ashes cool, and then we'll move on. You know how we've talked on the show about during the pandemic, what an impression it made upon me because pre-pandemic we had never once closed the. I'm sorry, 
We had never once closed the theater for the day other than like two or three exceptions over 15 years. Yeah. And there's yeah. because of blizzards. And the thought of like closing the theater was, it, it literally was like. Blew your mind. Couldn't process it. Yeah. It was an inconceivable thought. I remember Amy sent me pictures right. of you just like in the corner shaking. Right. So now the pandemic yeah. came and went and we view closing for the day as through an entirely different lens. You know, like this, this winter was a bad example because we didn't get literally any snow, but like the previous winter, like there were days when it was like, well, it looks pretty ugly out. Let's close. You know what I mean? Like, like, and, and we just closed and it was like no big deal. And it was no, no big thing. The reason why I mentioned this is because it kind of reminds me with the Batman of like pre pandemic. If we got news that some movie was going to halt production and not start filming until next March. That would be like, stop the presses. There's something wrong. Yeah. We're going to do a special episode about this incredible thing that just happened. Right. And now it feels to me like this is like, like I'm queuing up my mental processes of like, I know we went through this in like 2020 when there were decisions made. Like, for example, I remember when they finally settled and came out and said, okay, Top Gun's going to be released next summer you know, I think it's 22 or whatever, whenever it ended up coming out. And I remember we were all like, okay, that's good for the movie. Like good, rather than rushing it and compromising the experience and, you know, yada, yada, yada. Look how that paid off. Paid off huge. Right. I mean, massive. And so hopefully, now I'm not trying to compare the Batman 2 to Top Gun, obviously, for like 17 different reasons. But the Batman 2, like if you're going to delay it and put like exactly what you said, like I'm glad they're not half-assing it. Right. Like stick a pin in it. We'll come back in March and it's going to be awesome. That's, that's, that's sort of how I feel like, okay, so it's delayed till March. We've been down this road. We know it's not the end of the world. It just means there's going to be a great title in 25 instead of 24. Right. And also just from the industry point of view, they've now freed up a ton of people who would not be able to work. Right. Because they're waiting for this thing to start to go do right. a short job. Yep. In the meantime. Yep. And they've freed up a release date somewhere. Right. Yeah. Perfect. Uh, And the last thing we have here. Can I just interrupt you for a sec? Yeah. You know, I feel like it is about family. It is. Sometimes families fight. Sometimes they do. Walking in here, there's a bunch of people outside talking, and the one guy back of his shirt just said family. Family. (laughs) (laughs) I wanted to go up and be like. Did it really? Yeah. I think in the front (laughs) must have said the family's name or something, but I was like. He knows what's up. Don't you think the family's name was Diesel? <laughs> yeah, it had to have been. Yeah. Yeah. So it is about family. Yeah, families fight sometimes, and then they make up, but, you know, sometimes they just fight. Well, apparently Jason Momoa and Vin Diesel are having a little bit of a feud. Having a little family fact. fight themselves? Family feud. Family feud. A family a feud. Show. Yeah. Imagine the fa- if they're like the family feud. That's an SNL skit. Yeah. Family Feud of the one team is just the Fast and Furious crew. <laughs> yeah. Um, what are they fighting about? Top 10 answers are on the board. Okay. So yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Well, apparently, Vin Diesel is blaming Jason Momoa's over-the-top character for the box office results of Fast 10, your seatbelts not being as high as they should. But then critics are saying that Jason Momoa's over-the-top character was the only... Right. Positive right. thing. Yeah. And it so he's upset. He blames it's a dual it's a dual edged thing. He blames him because he's getting all the attention. And Jason Momoa was like, This is stupid. Yeah. 
Um, Good for you. Yeah. Because Jason Momoa is going to make lots of other types of movies. Right. Vin Diesel will make however many more Fast and Furious movies come out. Right. Period. Jason yeah. Momoa is going to be all over the place. Right. He's got other things going on. And also, it's it's all it shows the immaturity or the the ego involved with Vin Diesel because would you or would you now I've never made a movie. So I Wait, don't what? what I know. I don't I wouldn't know. Well, that's not true. In college I made a short film about a guy who studied too hard professional. And, yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't you think that Jason Momoa's character was primarily constructed and created and delivered as a vision of the director and the script writer and yeah. like the the whole creative team that came up with this movie is instructing Jason Momoa how they want him right. to deal with that character. It's not like they had Momoa's character as like a shy, reserved, quiet, you know, business executive. They had a vision for what they wanted and they helped Jason Momoa realize that vision. Right. And so now what Vin Diesel is going to blame Jason Momoa for doing his job. Yeah. And there's, there's other things that have been coming out about this. They're like, so for the longest time there was the Vin Diesel and the rock beef. Right. And everyone kind of didn't really side with either of them, but kind of like equally like villainized both of them and mm. more so like, well, the rock just needs to get over and be part of the franchise or whatever. Mm. Uh, and because Vin Diesel's in charge and, or seemingly. And, um, now they're saying that Vin Diesel shows up late to set. He doesn't know his lines. He just, he's very demanding on set. And then they, there's more stuff has come out about the director quit the movie mid filming because of the way Vin Diesel was acting. And we didn't know that at the time. We did, but he stayed on as a producer. So Justin oh, Lin, who's made, right. who's made the last couple of them, said this movie's not worth my mental health. And, we talked about and, like, it. And walked out of the, the room. Fascinating. Yeah, so apparently Vin Diesel's becoming a little bit of a problem child. Prima Donna. Yeah, so maybe it's not a bad thing that there's only going to be a few of these left. I mean, I still enjoy them. Don't get me wrong. But it could go sour when the next one comes out mm -hmm. my wish is that some other movie comes out that week that we're reviewing <laughs> well you're not gonna see it anyway <laughs> i saw fast fast time I'm just teasing yeah. You. yeah yeah i'm going through the rolodex in my mind wait is that one of the did, ones that I, I saw did i see it last week was your movie of the year right, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right uh, that's, that's the news that is all the news fit hang on let me put on my dance shoes oh, okay yeah ready. ready yep okay oh a little tap dance there for you that was amazing yeah. how did you pull that off yeah jumped up on the table you looked a little startled at you, first when i was a kid i was like when i was real little i was like what do you, you want to do i want to be a tap dancer guess how much tap dancing i've did in my life um ten thousand hours Zero. Not. I'm pretty sure my mom even bought me tap shoes. Stop it. To like play around in. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I never like actually learned how to tap dance. There's a, a, a thousand percent chance that I go my entire life without tap dancing. Really? Yeah. Thousand percent yeah. chance? Yeah. I checked with my doctor. I was like, hey, doc, what are the odds? What a. <laughs> <laughs> the doc, the doc's like Penny got some bad news. Yeah. You, you've got, it's time. You're, you're going downhill. You're gonna tap dance, and and you're like, man, 
I'm going to go out on top, having never tap danced, and then ca- cue camera, zoom out. To me, somehow also at the doctor's, <laughs> in the door, just holding a pair of tap shoes. Time to pony up, buddy. Buddy up. <laughs> You're not getting out that quick. <laughs> Oh my god. What if what if like what if <laughs> what if I'm like at the hospital on my deathbed? Yeah. Right? And everybody's moping around and you know presumably somebody would show up to be sad. Right. Right. And then you come walking through the door. You can't go out. You still never did that. And you're dance. like Who needs these eleven and a half wides? Right? And I'm yeah. all of a sudden the one eye opens and the other eye opens. A reason to live. A reason to live. I sit up. Everybody starts crying. I put on the tap shoes. And then if it's a good movie, yeah, I would put on the tap shoes and immediately fall over dead. <laughs> or if it was a cheesy movie, put on the tap shoes. Yeah, that and, one dance. Yeah. Dancing one montage. Dance. What if I go out dancing? <laughs> I mean, I want someone to be doing the twirl and you just twirl right. off to the sunset. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a great way That's, to go. <laughs> yeah, He's doing the twirl and he chipped and fell, <laughs> tripped and fell into a hay baler. <laughs> <laughs> you can at least see when out how he lived. A wood chipper. Well, if you haven't guessed, there's no, there's barely any trailers this week for us to talk about. I, I have a position. I'm going to let you go through the trailers. Okay. I'm going to go through them with you. And I did watch all three of them. Okay. We're three short of a half dozen trailers. We're three short of a half dozen. <laughs> right. right. Nine short of a dozen. Whoa. Ten short of a baker's dozen. But we got a list. We got a list. We have three. The one that you would think would be the number one. We have a trinity of trailers. Is by far the worst one. We have a triple. I'm gonna I'm gonna hold my applause till the end. Because I have a position I'm taking on this. Okay. All right. The first trailer is Hidden Strike. Starring John Cena. Oh yeah, John Cena and um, Jackie Chan. Jackie Chan. It looks like he's been de-aged to hell. And the movie is brought to you. I'm not making this up. I swear to God, the movie is brought to you by XYZ Films. Right. Which apparently is an actual name of a studio. Yeah, I think we reviewed, reviewed stuff they've done before. Okay. But this movie looks like, and I kid you not, they had one room with a giant green screen and like green boxes. And they filmed the entire movie in that one room. Nothing in this movie looks real at all, including Jackie Chan's age. <laughs> including Jackie Chan. Yeah. Have we confirmed that it's him or is it like a CGI? It's supposedly him. Yeah. But this movie looks horrible. Mm. Uh, uh, the funniest comment I saw underneath it, because you know there's the joke that you yeah. can't see John Cena? Right. But he's invisible. Right. And at one point in the movie, Jackie Chan's like, I'm not alone. And they're like, it's crazy. Jackie Chan really is in this all alone. <laughs> He's the only one there. Second movie, the second trailer we have here is The Hill. Hmm. Which I definitely watched, but now I'm blanking on what it was. God, me too. I can't remember what this movie's about at all. Oh, no, no, I got it. I got it. The Hill, it's the pitching movie about the kid with the leg braces. Uh, He's got the leg braces like Forrest Gump, and Dennis yeah. Quaid plays his father, Ugh. and this is a child who... You know, apparently is some kind of gifted baseball player, and he can't, the doctors say he's not going to walk, but then he can run, and then he can hit, trailer. and then he can't hit, and then his dad's encouraging, and then his dad's not encouraging, and the trailer starts in his youth, 
and apparently goes all the way up to like his like young adulthood, like tw- early twenties. I couldn't have told you that. Yeah, this is what happened. The trailer came on. He tried to hit the ball, and it was clear he was going to try and hit the ball again. And I let it play while I flipped to another tab to make sure I didn't miss any other trailers this week mm. and listened to the background to them mm. say stupid things about sports mm-hmm. and uh, could not care at all. I know that we have talked about this before, but can you remind me, are there any sports ball movies that, that you enjoy? Sure. That was the best. That was the best moment of silence in the history of this show. <laughs> that was the best unpregnant pause ever. I can't think of one. Think of one, but I know they exist. Can you name a sports movie besides The Hill? Sports ball. <laughs> that's not Money a movie. Ball? Money ball. Money okay. ball. Okay. All right, that's a good sports movie. I know a sports movie I like. Hit me. Naked gun. Naked gun. <laughs> Perfect. All right. Our third trailer this week is the adults. This is my trailer of the week. Walk us through. It's, a, it's John, John Cena. It's Michael Sarah. Michael Sarah. Michael Sarah. And the girl who was in Dungeons and Dragons. Okay. Who was the, the uh, druid. Mm. And he is like, he was the cool brother. And he decided, I'm going to go travel the world and never stay in one place. And then he does that, and he only checks in at home every now and then. And he comes home and finds that, like, his family's falling apart. And everybody apparently hates him. Yeah, and he doesn't understand. He thought he was the cool, like, last time he checked in, like, he was the cool brother. And their mom, I guess, their parents passed away or whatever, and... Sarah hasn't been the same since mom died. Right. And the and the little the little the little sister who adored him went to college and is an adult now. And, and now she realized the guy's a moron. He doesn't have any real connections. He he doesn't have any real money. He just kinda floats around. But they interspersed the trailer with little glimpses of the of them like fooling around. Right. And he apparently it, it looks like he sort of decides to stick around for them at the same time has to stick around because he loses his money or something Something like that. Yeah. In a poker game. This looks like one of those movies that is a TV movie one, uh, or should have been on Netflix or Mm -hmm. something. And two, I don't think it was good enough to be on Netflix. Hmm. Prime. It would have been been a Saturday afternoon movie. That's a Hulu movie. Yeah. Or a network TV movie. Right. That is probably, good if you watch it but no one's gonna watch it are you i mean if i <laughs> was, was tied bored, to a chair if i was if i didn't have anything going on and i was bored i'm like yeah, i want to watch a movie and then someone reminded me this existed because mm-hmm. i'm never going to remember it yeah. exists and it was like blaring in my face yeah and i was like i'm in the mood for a, a dramedy mm-hmm. no I might find I'm more else. likely to tap dance than to see this movie. Oh shit! Yeah. So right. what's, what's your trailer of the week? Then? My, are you going to ask me what the, my principle? Remember, I said I'm taking a stand. Yeah. What's your stand? My stand is I refuse. I object, conscientiously. I refuse to name a trailer of the week. Oh shit! I cannot, in good conscience, give any one of these three pieces of shit a trailer of the week. <laughs> <laughs> 
These are the. This is the worst collection of trailers we've ever had on the show. Now, don't get me wrong. We have had worse trailers. Yeah. But I'm saying as a group, like we have had, like for example, I say we had eight trailers. One of them was awful. It was the worst trailer I've ever seen. Yeah. You know, and maybe six of them were like not really good. But then that eighth one was like good enough that I could be like, oh, well, that, that's my trailer of the week. This it, one, no, no, I'm not going to put trailer of the week on any of these three. It's funny because usually I go, like I find, I look for trailers and then I go and I check. Joe Blow posts a new trailers this week video. Yeah, yeah. It's long, like 30 minutes long right. or longer. It's got all the trailers and you can check and see if you missed anything. But a lot of those trailers I found are repeated. No. Yeah, some of them, they're not always the most current. Right, like that's like, what I'm trying yeah. to say. But it's a good way to see if you missed anything. Yeah. And they also put their Netflix and stuff in there, mm -hmm. too, so you have to, like, weed them out. Right. So, But I went this week, and they didn't either, A, we are so early and on the ball, they just never post it, or B, these movies were so crap, they were like, mm, let's not even yeah. bother this week. Yeah. So. So David's trailer of the week, reluctantly, I think, is Hidden Strike. Yeah. And no, Penn. It's... it's it's the, I'd rather see the adults. Oh, adults. You'd rather see the adults. I'm trying to think of a movie. There was a great movie. Um, oh, crap. I'm not – Jason Bateman was the star, and it's it's a family it, – it, it was like a good version of the adults. And they're, they all sit in Shiva with Adam Driver, Jason Bateman. I want to say Julia Louis-Dreyfus, but I don't think that's it. Um, and – Oh shoot! I'll I'll remember it. It came out a few years ago. I want to say like three or four years ago, and um, they the the dad's dying wishes that they sit in what what is that called in the Jewish faith when they um, it's not shiva but it's something like that. A sauna. All right, those were, those were our trailers. Those were our trailers this week. The show notes say we were reviewing Little Mermaid. Yeah, but I vote. Since we already reviewed Little Mermaid, are you going to change it? I do. I th I vote. Okay, all right. Across so, it so I'll make a motion that we review Spider Man colon across the Spider Verse. Spider Man colon, not Colin. Nope. Colon. Colon. Across the Spider Verse. Across the Spider Verse. Spoilers, right? Yeah, spoilers. Here's a big spoiler. Right up. I'm going to have a big spoiler right off the bat. Oh snap! What do you make? As soon as it happened, I was like, oh, my God, I got to call David. What do you make? Why didn't they call this Across the Spider-Verse Part 1? Because the next one isn't Part 2. It's Beyond the Spider-Verse. But it's a, a, a direct – so the end of this movie – Is it to be continued? Is to be continued. Right. Doesn't that make it a sequel? Doesn't that make it like Part 1 of a two-part deal? Well, how come Return of the Jedi is not called Empire Strikes Back Part 2? Well, maybe it should be. Wow. Wow. Controversial point. Penn Ketchum comes straight at you. He says, George Lucas, eat my shorts. I've got a better title for Star wait, Wars. Wait, this just in. <laughs> the news is back. Local theater owner Penn Ketchum goes toe-to-toe -to -toe with George Lucas. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right, so your point is well taken. Yeah, yeah, But yeah. were you or were you not shocked at that ending? I was shocked. Okay. I knew we've talked about how they were going to do a third one. Right. It's I been was, a long time since we talked about it. No, no, but I was fully prepared for the fact that this group was going to move into Spider-Man 3. Right. I was whatever. not expecting it to be a cliffhanger. A literal and, cliffhanger. And that incredibly charged. Yes. Like, 
Fast and the Furious was charged, but you were kind of like, eh. No, I think uh, I think yeah. times like come up. This I was like, no, no, there's, they're going to like do something, they, right. and then run off, and it'll be the next movie. I was not ex- expecting it to be like how it ended, you know, like climax, amazing things. Like what's going to happen next? Now we're recording this show a little too early in the weekend to comment on the box office success of Spider-Man. I will just say anecdotally, ticket sales at the three Penn Cinema locations have been off the charts. They've been fantastic. I shouldn't say off the charts because that makes it sound like it's Star Wars or Avengers. But I'm just saying it's doing really well here. Yeah. Um, but I, I haven't seen what it's doing nationally. But would you agree with my position, which is that the way this movie, first of all, the movie was so freaking good. And then second of all, the way it ended like, I think Spider-Man 3 is going to be bonkers. Yeah, and it's next March it comes out. March of 24? Yeah. I mean, this is going to be a huge movie. Yeah. Um, apparently, we did have a lot of groans in our theater. At the, did you have any groans? Did you, was there people in them? No. Um, at the to be continued, like because they were upset yeah. that it was over. Yeah. Not because the movie was bad. But, but you also, I know from our pre, pre-show conversation, you were in a theater with some questionable audiences. Right. Uh, and then I, because going into it, I saw, again, I said I saw it with Joel Codes. He was like, I'm a little concerned about this movie. And I said, why? He's like, well, I've been hearing some things. I said, I don't hear about it. Yeah. But he told me that the negative things he was hearing is that people were complaining because they didn't know it was going to be a, a cliffhanger. Yeah. And that really upset them. I wish, I wish now that we're having this conversation, and I might take it upon myself to go do this. I want to walk into the Saturday night show at IMAX mm. with a good full audience and watch the last five minutes with them, and uh, see see how listen for the reaction. You know, we often talk about IMAX and how like I'm like, oh, you know, I'd prefer to see it in the recliners or whatever. Yeah. This this would have been a great IMAX. I think I might need to see this. Yeah. Just visually, this movie so much. Yeah. I almost feel like this should be... Well, they only released it in 2D. Oh, yeah. This would have been a great IMAX 3D version. Yeah. I don't know. The 3D might have taken away from the art. That's true. That was incredible art. This was one of the most visually satisfying movies I've ever seen. From moment one. Right. But, okay. First, let me just say, Into the Spider-Verse to me, was the best Spider-Man movie ever made. One of the best superhero movies ever made. Agree, agree, agree. It's so hard to talk. Like I was like, this will probably be good. I did not expect this movie to not only start off and continue to be the exact same level of amazing from the beginning, not like, oh, it kind of built up and I, I loved it eventually. Right. From the beginning, it is 110% on the same level as Into the Spider-Verse. And for me... It surpassed it. Mm, wow. That's yeah. a statement. Yeah. I mean, we're looking at, at 2023. This is the movie to beat for me. This is the movie. And, and I'm even looking at Dune and I'm yeah. like, you got, you got Dune, you got to do some work Yeah, to get above how yeah. amazing this movie is. Cause it has it all. It's got art. The acting is superb. The storytelling is great and like compelling mm. the cliffhanger amazing mm-hmm. that's also goes back to the storytelling yep and just the, the non-stop visuals the music was amazing and the visuals were yes 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 the visuals were it was not a one-trick pony no like the the quiet touching scenes the action sequences 
the chase, you know, the, the everything, the movement, you know, every, yeah. every, it, it, it was not the same sort of trick throughout the film. Like every element was presented differently and, ah, oh, man, it was, it was amazing. And the comedy hits from the, yeah. from the low key comedy of just the parents and the way they talk to each other, right. which felt like real people right. and how a real par parenting couple would not just like somebody wrote about parents. I have parents. <laughs> right. Like, <laughs> like it felt like they, like, Someone who wrote that has uh, by uh, like a biracial family and yeah. knows like what it's like yeah. to live in that environment, and then from that to just the, like over the top Spider Man humor, yeah, play on words type stuff. Right. When you just have a, a million Spider Man on the screen, <laughs> right. like all of that worked. Yeah, uh, I'm it, this movie. Ha it's not a question of do you see this movie again. It's a question of when are you going to see Which this? format are you going to watch it in? Yes. Yeah. 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 Like, it, I, everyone I saw it with last night's like, oh, I'm going I'm to watch it's this amazing. again. Yeah. Yeah. So. Wow. Yeah. All right. Yeah. How about Spider-Man? I'm on board. This is this is best movie I've ever seen. Best movie I've ever seen. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's crazy. Mm -hmm. Like, when I say I wanted to see this movie again, there was a part of me that thinks it's not 40 that wanted to see this movie again this morning before we yeah, recorded. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. I felt like that, not, not at all changing subjects, but just relating to that. That's how I felt the first time I saw the first Iron Man. Mm. Like I wanted to come back upstairs and press play again and watch it again. Right. Yeah. 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 I gotcha. Yeah. This, this movie's great. Spider-Man across the spider verse movie of the year so far. So far. Let's move on to listeners' notes, questions, comments, feedback, answers. And yeah, I felt like such. it was a little bit one-sided this week. It was, let's see, just to review, um, Tony Baloney wrote in to say how eloquent Penn is. Mm. Top 10 Sarah wrote in to say she's got Penn's back. Mm. And that's pretty much it. I feel like you yeah. might have missed over one. No, I think that was it. So, so anyway, what are you up to? What are you watching? What are you reading? What are you doing oh, this week, David? No, we're, no, but, let's, let's get into what these people may have actually had to say. Oh, did we... Did, did I, I accidentally gloss over? I feel over? like you might have glossed over. Accidentally. Just, yeah. You didn't mean to. No. You wouldn't do that on purpose. No. You would never. No. Yeah. So let's just. Crazy let's just, talk. Yeah. Let's start off with T. Loney, a.k.a. Tony Baloney. Tony Baloney, Mr. Cheese Sandwich. He said, okay. <laughs> there I am, just minding my own business, minding my own business. There I am. I think what he meant to say, he had a typo in it. But oh. what he meant to say was, so there I was, minding my own business, listening to the Penn Cinema podcast. Yeah. Listening to the Penn Cinema podcast, minding my own business. Right. Yeah. He said two revelations slam him in the face. Movie theories that need proven. Penn, as, as usual. usual. Uh, and then there's just tear marks. He just started crying. I don't know. Right. right it's weird. <laughs> Brings up a great analogy that there are <laughs> Star Wars people and Star mm -hmm. Trek people and how they differ in the way they look at movies, which is funny because I'm pretty sure... Last episode, you were just referencing how I no, I don't me, remember it that way. David Moulton <laughs> made that statement, and you were repeating it. Listen, David, it's written. It's in black and white. It says right here. <laughs> and Tony Baloney would never make a mistake. No, thing. and yeah. if you ask the abacus, he would do. He would be one to go to the source, and do the source diligence. is what's in writing. <laughs> right. You know, my boss in my first job out of college yeah. always told me, "He who keeps the notes." wins all future arguments. Whoa. And ever since then, I've been in the habit of keeping notes from all my meetings. Wow. So Tony Baloney's right, but go on. 
He this says, is the part where he calls me eloquent. Pen so eloquently described it as Star Wars fans are like pew, 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 pew. Need no explanation. And Star Trek fans need to know how the transducers have to be aligned with the warp core to produce warp speed. Yada, yada. Ad no, at nauseating detail. It would have been impressive if he did go Latin there. And said ad nauseum. Yada, 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 ad nauseum. Yeah. That would have been great. He said, here is my theory. Mm, interesting. Star Trek people this read is true. books. This is so true. Star Trek read, people read books and many of them. And many, and many of, of them. them. Yeah, yeah. Many of yeah. them. Yeah. Well, this is weird. No, I don't think that's supposed to be. No, that is. Here, let me try. Yeah. Star Trek people read books and many of them. Star Trek people enjoy them and want more books. Yeah. Star Trek people will lose friggin' sleep to read more books. Yeah, you had to put Star Trek people in front of three right. sentences. Right. But it made sense once right. you did that. Yeah. So here's his challenge. He says, Star Wars people <laughs> may read a chapter or two, <laughs> but have no problem putting the book down and never going back. What? AKA the pen catcher. <laughs> the pen method. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, what'd you say? So it's, they may read a chapter or two, but have no problem putting the book down and never going back right. to it again. That's Star Wars. Lease helped me solidify this theory as I need closure. As always, there are expectations there are exceptions to every title, but I think this one might have staying power. Do you think he meant to say please instead of lease? No. No, he meant he to say lease me this theory. You argued that he never makes mistakes no. with calling you eloquent. Right. So obviously. Clearly. I, he says, I am so grateful. Greater for. <laughs> no, he says, I am also grater for. I'm, uh, I'm also grater for. I'm also grater for. The great social advice, and I will let you know of any feedback I get on. I get on my adding a listen to the Pensino podcast to tip receipts. <laughs> it has to go over better than what tip I am currently using. Don't go to bed with an itchy butt. You will wake up with sticky fingers. <laughs> Don't say you never learned anything listening to this podcast. Right. Yeah. That's a, that's life lesson right there. The T. Loney story. Yeah. For sure. That is a life yeah. lesson. Yeah. Maybe you want to read this next one because I feel like it might change your life. I want, I want to ask uh, Tony Baloney. Yeah. Does he go to bed with an itchy butt a lot? <laughs> it feel like I feel one like one time you'd be like, "This is weird." It is weird. Two times you're like, "Am I on?" Three times you're like, "I should have listened to the Penn Cinema podcast <laughs> right. and not gone to bed with an itchy butt." <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, the next letter. Um, I don't know. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> you want me to take this one again? No, no, no. It's I'm happy to. I'm, I'm happy to. So. Yeah. Uh, Frodo, our beloved animation expert, yeah. our in-house. Well, I don't know if you remember what happened last week. No. Well, we were talking about something, and and you were talking. Yeah. And I was setting out candles. Right. In like a circle. Yep. I had drawn some stuff on the ground. Right, right, right. I remember. You're like, what are you like? So yeah. I, I'm invoking the call to Frodo. Right. And I <laughs> right. said some words. Whoosh! The flames came up on the yeah. on the candles. <laughs> I remember. A breeze went through, and I was like. She's been invoked. Right. We'll see what happens. <laughs> She's been invoked. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> okay. So after the invoking, our beloved Frodo writes in and says, and I quote, and I'll give it to you. Here, I'll just give it to you. And I quote, David, you're right. That's right. Let's just sink, let that sink in for a moment. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, some people achieve, you know. Right. Presidency. Right. <laughs> you know, they win races. Right. Right. They achieve great milestones in their life, but right. they will never live up yeah. to what you have now accomplished. I mean, I'm right. Yeah. 
He's right. Don't ever say I'm wrong. Because right. clearly, it's, in the writing. It's in writing. It's in writing. <laughs> it's in writing. I'm right. It's on paper. Yeah. <laughs> just as uh, Abacus would expect. Okay, so Frodo writes in and says, David, you're right. I will stand by you. And what you said about it working better as a cartoon because of the way animation allows characters to emote. Right. Now, this was in response to me saying that this about The Little Mermaid. You liked the cart, the true, and then we discussed there's like a sliding scale of animation. Like you can yeah. slide the scale like as close to lifelike as possible on one end. Right. And Josie and the Pussycats on the other end. Right. Right. And you were saying that you wish this was a little closer to the Tom and Jerry animation, a little more true animation. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I don't mean to drag Tom and no. Jerry into this. Oof. But anyway, Frodo agreed with you. Yeah. She said, I will stand by you on what you said about it working better as a cartoon, meaning a Little Mermaid, because of the way animation allows characters to emote. Also, that kind of emotiveness can better lend itself to the tone that the original movies carry. That style of storytelling pairs well with more expressiveness. I think that disconnect in the live action, re- in the live action remakes is at least one reason they kind of fall flat. And especially that point about how computer generated, is that what CG is? Yeah, CG doesn't even need to be realistic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to your point about Flounder and Sebastian. And, it didn't have to be so likely. Right. All right, so you got Frodo in your corner. Yeah. And I know, I know, we're not trying to be divisive. We know that Frodo is also in my corner, you know, on different topics right. and, you know, in need. We all, we all love each other. This is all good. But on this particular topic, Frodo wrote in and, and took a stand on David's right. corner. And it's crazy because after I did that, you were like, that's it. And you pulled out this bag. Yeah. All right. Yep. I remember I was like, what's he yeah. doing? And he, it was just full of like feathers and bird bones. Yep. And he threw it on the ground and yeah. he was like, call him top 10 Sarah. I call him beloved top 10 Sarah. Yeah. And she came at us. And I had to, I mean, I'll, I'll, I checked my spam folder because for whatever reason, right. it always goes to my spam folder. Right, right. But I was like, I just got to see if we heard from our girl. Right. And luckily, luckily she we was did. in there cooking with some spam. Right. So our beloved Sarah writes in and says, Pen, no need to worry. You know, I've got your back. Mostly because Hannah, my dog, mostly because Hannah and I bonded when I cleaned her teeth. She told me some very interesting cue twisting of the mustache. I can't pay the rent. You must pay the rent. I can't pay the rent. Right. Exactly. Hannah, the... (laughs) Thanks for for stretching that one out. I appreciate that. A little mustache. (laughs) Because before then, it wasn't weird. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for helping us achieve weirdness this week. No problem. That's what we're here for. So good. So Hannah, the dog, told Top 10 Sarah some very interesting... Things <laughs> about Penn and what she really thinks about his long hair. What? David, you might want to ask whose side are you on <gasps> next time you sit on your cat. No. Well, first off. We knew that was going to eventually catch up to us. Yeah. There's no evidence that it's my cat I'm sitting on. Ooh. It's just a cat <laughs> right. that happens to be that's, there that's fair. all the time. Yes. Yeah. Yes. My cats, you would think they'd have learned by now. They yeah. live with me. Right. Right. And also, I, I would like to point out that the cat, <laughs> first of all, might actually be make-believe. 
But second of all, what? The, the cat survives the sitting. Yeah. Right? Because you hear the meow, and then you hear the scampering away. Right. Yeah. You know, so that's evidence that the cat lives. Yeah. Although, maybe it's not. Maybe. Have you ever seen that video going around, <laughs> side note, of the cat? It's, just, it's like, a, like a security cam. Cat's home alone, oh, yes. and like one thing hits the wall, and the cat destroys the room, like running <laughs> yes. to get away from yeah. it. Yeah, I yeah. saw a cat video just yesterday, where, and the the caption was, "When your anxiety about something gets the better of you and makes a non-threatening situation, and all of a sudden, a similar type yeah, thing. Yeah, and the yeah. cat like freaks itself out walking along a pool, and then accidentally falls in the pool, and <laughs> yeah. it goes, goes absolutely bonkers. So. Anyway, Sarah writes in to say she's in my corner and she says, David, you might want to think about whose side you're on next time you sit on your cat. Whoa. Who will be there to help her? Now, then this is where she this is where Sarah gets very interesting. We were talking about the mermaids. Kayla, I think, brought up the question of the mermaids all being different races and identities and, you know, that kind of thing. Right. And we were asking the question, like, do they have different moms? And, you know, like, how does this happen? And so David's theory about, so Sarah uh, comments that David's theory about mermaid litters might be right on, but allow me to expand on that just a little. Because I said that when a cat has a litter, like they don't all look the same. Right. Yeah. So this might be the same thing. Kittens from the same litter can have different fathers. So what does this mean for the mermaid sisters or really her mom? Whoa. King Trident. Uh, Paging King Trident. Right, Paging King Trident. Uh, uh, I'm not uh, sure. I don't want to be the one to bear no. the news. But, uh, right. Neither do I. Uh, All right. And then she has something interesting. And by the way, we should conclude this portion of the who's got who's back. Yeah. She concludes her email, which I'm not done talking about yet, but she concludes her email to say, really... The truth is, I got both your backs. Thank God. She's the best. Yeah, we she do is love her. pretty amazing. Yeah. She keeps all her pets alive. Yep. Okay, so yeah, then she, she let us know a little interesting thing from this corner of Lancaster County. I know that all of all the podcasts, we are one of them. Yeah. But with that being said, she did go and listen to another podcast. I like how she said, but I listened to another podcast accidentally the other day. Sorry. Yeah. Right. No. <laughs> right. Thank you. This should have just been one big apology. Right. You know, really. <laughs> right, right, right. So she said, I learned something you guys might be interested in, or maybe being podcasters on an entertainment podcast, you have already heard about this topic. Quote, the Bechtel test. Anyway, on a slow news day, this might be an interesting topic to talk about on the Penn Cinema Podcast. I'm pretty sure I know what the Bechtel test is. Let me look real quick. Real quick. Uh, I'm pretty sure... No, this is totally what... Let me tell you what I... Let me tell you what it is. Okay. The Bechtel test is a way of evaluating whether or not a film or other work of fiction portrays women in a way that is sexist or categorized by gender stereotyping. To test, to pass the test, uh, a, a work must feature at least two women. These women must talk to each other, and their conversation must concern something other than a, ma a man. This is worth us exploring at another time for sure. I think uh, I've heard of this. It's really interesting. I have yeah. too. But what I thought it was was that the Bechtel test had something to do with that tone that makes you poop. Uh, so I was way off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? No, I have no idea. I don't want to. There's I don't a, want you to expand further on it. No. Tone that if you hear it, will make you poo your pants. Oh my god. 
Oh my god, you did expand on it. I did. I asked you not to, I, and you did. Well, I don't yeah. always do what you want. Never, <laughs> never. <laughs> All right. Well, let's move on. Look, if you, wanna, if you want to be a part of the show, like these wonderful people, yes. go ahead and email us podcast at pencinema.com. Mm. Best way to be a part of the show. Mm. So let's move on to what are you doing? What are you reading? What's outside of your world outside of this world of movies? Well, just randomly. You ever do this? You ever randomly, like you're fl- literally flipping around and you're like, oh shit, there's We Are the Millers. Yeah. I mean, not since I, I had television, which has been. Right. I but I, I mean, my the modern version of flipping around yeah, 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 is yeah. scrolling through scrolling. Netflix. Yeah, yeah. So I'm scrolling through Netflix, and I'm like, oh, there's Ted Lasso yeah. as a drug dealer with his fake family. And mm. I started watching it, and I literally watched the entire movie. It was good. It was. It's such okay. a good movie. We're the Millers. I mean, it's such a good movie. It's corny and cheesy and predictable and blah, blah, blah. Mm. But it's it's got it's really funny, you know, just subtle humor. It's, it's really great. And it's also an example of a movie whose outtakes during the credits are fun a gold nice so good oh speaking of credits real quick yeah one of the things i really liked about spider-man across the spider-verse i stayed but just in case you're wondering there's no like it's not only a cliffhanger with like oh let's throw in a joke at the end there's no end credits yeah so so get the hell out of theater so we can clean it seriously come on (laughs) all right moving on uh i also watched and enjoyed the ted lasso finale oh also watched and enjoyed the marvelous Mrs. Maisel finale. Right. So how long do you start these shows over? Two Amy, weeks? Amy has already started Maisel over. Okay, I was going to say. Yeah. I think Maisel is just like it's on, repeat. on repeat at your house yeah, all the time. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Last night, the last thing Amy said to me as I was falling asleep was... Why can't you be Miss Maisel? No, she goes, she goes okay, let's see what the Weissman family's up to tonight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. All right. That's hilarious. Uh, me, I had a, a, a week full of things, uh, so I didn't get to do much. But let me tell you, clear your schedules, David. Let me tell you. Yeah. Because I'm about to go into a world that is going to be hard to get out of. <laughs> so I've, I've been ignoring it. Yeah. Because I've been busy. Right. But I'm I'm willing to open myself up to hurt. Okay. And by hurt, I mean disappearing. And I'm going to start playing Tears of the Kingdom, the new Zelda game. I've been holding off, Pen. Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah, it's what is this? It's the newest Zelda game, which is a sequel to Breath of the Wild, which is like the best game of all time, obviously. And it's one of those things. There's a lot of jokes you see of like they're like men without hoes. Where are you? And it's like <laughs> we're obviously playing Tears of the Kingdom, right. or or like the. I saw one that was a wife who was like, I don't need to put a tracker on my husband. I know where he is. I'll just ask the kids. And all the kids were like, he's downstairs playing Zelda. <laughs> so it's one of those games that like sucks you in. Oh, my God. So I'm willing to let myself get a little uh, involved. Yeah. And do you want to talk about your trip to New York or no? We'll talk about that we'll next We'll talk about week. that after okay. I go. After I go. Yeah. So I'm going to New York again. I was just there. Yeah. But I'm going again this time for uh, Five Points Festival. So if you're going to Five Points Festival – or you know about it, or you want to go, right. hit me up, because right. I'm, I'm traveling solo to this yeah. one. So. All right, look, next week is going to be, next two, two weeks. Two weeks from now. We're going to be watching The Flash. We're going to be watching uh, Transformers Rise of the Beasts. The Beasts. So big movies to talk about. Yeah. In the meantime, if you want to get in touch with us, you want to mm. be a part of the show, best way to do that is hit us up podcast at pencinema.com yeah 
It's the best way to get in touch with us. The best way to see us in person is to be at the Complete and Box 12th anniversary celebration, June 20th. July. Yeah. July. July. July 29th at 12 p.m. Better be July or else my family calendar needs a little white out. It is July. Because yeah. June 29th is a day of the week. And yeah. that's not Saturday. No, no. So, but if you want to support the show, oh, yeah. how do people do that, Pen? What's the best way? Well, there's this massive trend that people can just jump right in and continue. This is on Twitter, I think. Yeah, you saw yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you saw the same post I saw. Yeah. yeah. Um, what people are doing, you know, in in the show, we've we've commented many times, like post-it notes, yeah. driveway chalk, people are hanging. The original joke was people were hanging sheets out the window. Remember that? Was, right. We were, that happened on a remote episode during COVID. It yeah. was the first time we started talking about yeah. that. Now we're seeing the tattoos. That is the tattoos. We went down, we did all that. But what people are finding is that all those avenues i'm just thinking i wish i was a tattoo artist and somebody was like i want this japanese kanji and i like they, <laughs> google translate it says listen to the best of the podcast <laughs> anyway oh my God. gold yeah um no but what people are finding is that that form of expression mm. is they find it lacking yeah so what, what people have taken to lately is um celebrating with dance so, you know, some uh, yeah. some abstract dance, you mm. know, and you're expressing to the audience, listen to the Penn Cinema podcast. Mm. So modern dance really has become the latest form of communication for That's, people who want to spread, you know, the joy of dance and so, the so joy clear. of Penn yeah. Cinema podcast. Wow. Yeah. Wow. What a world. You can celebrate with tap dance. Square you dancing, but yeah, no, I I would celebrate with square dancing. Yeah, you know, would be my form of More modern about playing dance. Four square, yeah, four square works. Yeah. You know, whatever, all yeah. of all of the above. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you know what I always say. <laughs> what what was that again? You know what I always say. I know, I know yeah, it, but I don't right. think the listeners do. Life is a dance. <laughs> <laughs> you're constantly, you're almost to the point where I'm like, Penny. Right, you gotta stop saying that. You gotta gotta stop saying that. Yeah, (laughs) so predictable. Yeah, but look, if you can't dance, well, I mean, maybe you live in a town where it's illegal. Right, (laughs) footloose. Footloose. (laughs) Just tell a friend. Listen to Pennsylvania podcast. Yeah. Unable to dance, I will crawl. (laughs) (laughs) Tell a friend, listen to Penn Cinema Podcast, and tune back in in two weeks for our review of a movie that I think David is going to love. Yeah. Transformers. (laughs) Right. (laughs) All right. Well, once again, for the Penn Center Podcast, (laughs) I'm David Walton. And I'm Penn Ketchum. Take Take care care and party party on. on. Thanks for joining us this episode. Our hosts would love to hear from you. To contact the show with your thoughts and reviews, email podcast at pencinema.com. This podcast is a production of Penn Cinema. Escape to the movies at Penn Cinema, featuring crisp digital projection, killer sound, reserved seating, and premium power recliners. With locations in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, Wilmington, Delaware, and Huntington Valley, Pennsylvania. Showtimes and tickets available at www.pencinema.com. <laughs>